Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is all about WrestleMania star. Chris Kelly and I have now watched all 32 WrestleManias. It's over 124 hours of wrestling-themed programming. That is too much wrestling-themed programming. But we talk about it, uh, we look at it from a very unique angle for the first time we recorded relatively soon after, rather than 30-plus years after the fact. It's a pretty decent episode. It's pretty long. I don't know if you need to have watched it or enjoyed wrestling at all to enjoy this episode. Then again, you're probably not going to be listening to an episode of something that you inherently hate. The next You Me Them Everybody live show will be at the Looking Glass Lounge on Saturday, April 16th, as part of the 202 Comedy Festival. That should be fun. It's at, uh, once again, Looking Glass Lounge. That's where we first recorded in D.C. in 2010. 2010 was our first show there. It's currently 2016. That's a long time. In May, we'll be doing shows in D.C. because that's where I live. And in Atlanta as part of the Crom Comedy Festival. So with all that information, will be posted on the site. We might throw a Chicago show in there as well. I don't know. Uh, there's a fun show coming up in June at the Kennedy Center probably, but I can't officially announce that because I don't know the exact details yet. So without further ado, here's Chris Kelly and I on WrestleMania Star. WrestleMania 32 happened on April 3rd. 316. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> April 3rd, 2016. It is April 4th, 2016, and we are recording about it. Yeah, and I rewatched some of it today. Did you rewatch it? I had to flip. I flipped through. I skipped a lot of the stuff. I just, there was a couple things we had, you know, as you know, because you were at the I was at your WrestleMania house. party uh, with Bing, with WrestleMania Bingo and Steve Weisers. Did anybody, I think only one person finished Bingo. Oh, yeah. I mean, I. I we all kind of gave I, up. Oh, yeah. I kept playing, but I just didn't get a Bingo. Because uh, Lesnar didn't bleed. That would have given me a bingo. Yeah, that's we'll it. We'll get to that. I can't believe he didn't bleed. Anyways, yeah, no. you watched the pre-show as well. Yeah, so I had about seven hours of wrestling. That's in. a lot of wrestling. Yeah. The, the pre-show was just in the background while we were getting ready, so it wasn't that bad. But there were three matches in it. A lot of this was in the background. <laughs> well, I think that's the main point. It's like this is such a... It's like you want to you want to put a star on this one in our in our talking pun intended because this is the only one where we're like invested in the product at the time, basically. Yeah. Uh, watching it by yourself in four times or like in the morning before work is very different than watching in a crowd room so. or obviously watching with 100,000 people. And so to not have to be able to approach it from that, the, these weird academic mm-hmm. distance that we had from the other ones. But there are there are certain things that I think we can look at even in the, the light of day. So do you want to go chronologically or do you want to just go overall topics? Because I'm willing to do either. I actually have... I have notes, so I can kind of dr- drive it chronologically. That's fine. So perfect. Um, when you get a chance to see the pre-show, um, am I supposed to watch the pre-show? Is it that good? No, no, it's not. I mean, I actually don't watch the pre-show. But if you wanted to, for because you made match, me rewatch, you made me rewatch the thirty-one pre-show. I made you, but yeah, that that one was worth it. That tag match was worth it. I have to say, uh, Callisto Ryback, uh, they had a match. It was weir- really weird because. The place was about a third full. This was about maybe 5.30 and a 7 o'clock WrestleMania start. So you're going, they still have to get 60,000 people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like Twitter reports that there was huge problems. There was like, is like, are they actually going to have 100,000 people yeah. in an hour? Um, which they did. But uh, it was very strange to see these guys basically doing like a house show in a mostly empty stadium. It's something that we should point out. And people should remember every single time. It's a regardless of your art form. It if the room is not full, it doesn't matter how many people are there. It's going to feel bad. Thirty thousand people 
is more than any Raw of the year, yet it felt empty to you. Yes. That's crazy. And, and I mean, to the point where the hard cam side was like they didn't have VIPs in those seats, so they're doing spots to nobody. It's very strange. And it was like a fine match other than the Ryback's a moron. And there's no way around that. There's no way around the way that it looks, and there's no way around yeah. Ryback not being a moron. Yeah. And you can't, I mean, so I feel, and it's U.S. title, which a year ago is being competed with, you know, with Joe Cena and the best matches of the night. Yeah. In so previous years. anyway, so uh, Kalisto pulled a little uh, Eddie Guerrero type of maneuver and, and won. Um, I have a note about Ryback. Um, since we've done this, I now know how to reference things and explain things to people. And I, I showed my friend Jen the Ryback video for uh, Table for Three right? with uh, Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler talking about their experience at, at a Panera. Right. And my friend got really sad for Ryback the same way I got really sad for Ryback and did not like Daniel Bryan or Dolph Ziggler because they were very mean to this very large man. <laughs> Which is just so, like, backwards. I don't think it's backwards. 180 degrees from, no, just from their wrestling personas. Well, maybe not Dolph's wrestling persona. I think Daniel Bryan, when he's a face, I mean, he's the oh, biggest Oh, Daniel Bryan for sure. Yes, yes, yes. You know Daniel Bryan agreed, but, but yeah. not Dolph Ziggler. Uh, yeah. He still had, going back, it's tough to tell, and we'll get to this with ladder match, it's always tough to tell with Ryder if he's getting booed or wooed. I, had, I asked you that last night, because yeah. he's one of those guys that never really made an impact on WrestleMania other than getting kicked in the dick. Right. By multiple people or just one? I think just the, the woman. Yeah. yeah, okay. So I didn't. Re- I don't really know him as much as you, but we'll get to that later. Yes. So that happened. Um, they also had their... 10 Diva match, which I listened back to our, our pre-show of our own, uh, and I was like, oh yeah, there's no way Eva Marie is on the face team. That makes no logical sense. So of course Eva Marie was on the face team. It made no sense. Um, but I think having Team Diva, Team Total Diva versus Team Blacks on Blondes was like worked out like the, uh, they all had kind of coordinating gear, not mm-hmm. matching gear, and so you could visually kind of get who was on which okay, team. Okay. They did that 10-man tag spot where everybody one person does a finisher, and they walk into another finisher. You know, um, these 10-person spots are kind of cool if it's lightweight people. Okay. I remember what – it's got to be one in the teens when they try to do, like, the middleweight. If not oh, yeah, the cruiserweight. Yeah. yeah, and they had a bunch of, like, Mexican wrestlers and a bunch of Japanese wrestlers, and they were they were able to do, like, really cool athletic stuff that you wouldn't see later on in the card. Did any of that have that? So there was – uh, even Marie actually hit like a, a decent head scissors takedown. It was strange. They actually went to their own commercial in the middle of it to hide. I think even Marie's time on offense. Really? Because it comes back and she's on offense, but she hits like one move. Really, wait, wait, really quick. Like literally thirty second commercial. Ah, uh, yeah, it's got to be a thirty. It wasn't spot. a full no. commercial break. It no. wasn't like two and a half minutes. No, it, was it wasn't even second. ninety seconds. I think it was just one spot. Holy! And this is. Just the network, or this is this is like uh, on television. This might have been on USA. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Actually, that's insane. That's yeah. so interesting. I love yeah. that. Good for you. Right. They're protecting the business. Yeah, I yeah. love that. You got to hide this this one that they put on the team, but um, no. And it was it was a fine match, and it basically became uh, Bree hit a uh, a pretty good transition into a yes lock and tapped at Naomi. Which there's a lot of like little tweaks where you go, well, just storytelling wise, why didn't she tap Lana? Who came in and did a couple kicks and looked fine, but it, if this story was basically Bree and friends versus Lana and friends, it was strange that she didn't tap her and Lana wasn't really involved in the match. I think they were also protecting Lana. Yeah, I don't. I think she can wrestle even less than 
than Eva, who which is saying a lot. And for the listener at home that has no idea what we're talking about, Lana is a trained actress, and you might have seen her in the movie Pitch Perfect or Pitch yes. Perfect Two. Pitch, Both of them, I think Pitch Perfect One, and uh, also maybe in Shameless. She had okay, so she's an there. actress that happens to be dating a wrestler IRL, and now they're engaged to be married. Yes, and she's a, but she's an actress, and she did the she you know the NXT the whole. Uh, she trained to be a wrestler. Tra- yeah, she, oh, I think I she has done some training to okay. be a wrestler. Yes. And this was her in-ring debut. It's worth noting, as we'll come to later, uh, this was a 10 Diva match. It was it was 11 minutes. It was longer than any straight, uh, just like women only, not mixed tag Divas match in WrestleMania history. What's the longest mixed tag? Was it the Macho Man one? Um, actually, you know, I I forgot the Macho Man one because I was just thinking, you're like that I was I was scanning that no, because I was scanning for women's names and the women in that are such secondary yeah. characters. Um, it might that might be a little longer. Um, well, I'm but gonna look that up as, and you keep talking. Yeah, so the longest divas only match is uh, hair under nine minutes. Mickey James Trish Stratus, which is one of my my favorites, which is saying a lot because I went back. I and enjoyed I that match. Yeah, but this match for being and it's funny like eight of the. 10 women in it were in the last 10 diva tag but they did such sub- addition by subtraction that and now having a couple more people in there that can wrestle it made a world's difference so it was actually a surprisingly good diva match nothing worth going and seeking out but it but it was a foreshadowing of the quality of what would uh, what would come in a good way and then they also closed the pre-show with the Usos and the Dudleys. I believe the Usos were getting booed the whole time for being related to Roman Reigns. Oh, that's so sad. They basically got a... They, the only time they got cheered is when the tables actually broke. They were so over yeah. last year. And they try to do that once again. They're trying to use the little guys to give the big guy the rub. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. And but it's I understand. Not working. Yeah, it's not working. Do you happen to find that? No, I found them WrestleMania 10 mixed tag with Doink, if you remember that. Oh, I forgot that one, with too. Luna Vachon. Yeah, how long, the, how long was that? That was six minutes and nine seconds. Yeah. I don't oh, even boy. know what Mania, the other mixed tag was. It had to be before 10. But anyway, so we get to the the main show and Cowboys Stadium. You always have a lot of thoughts on the on the stadium. I thought it was, it's like four tiers. Like, I don't watch football and I haven't watched a Cowboys Stadium game in so long that Cowboy Stadium is my absolute favorite stadium for uh, going to halftime. Okay. So they always have a tunnel shot, and the new the, the way the tunnel is set up at Cowboy Stadium or Jerryland, as fans like to call it, or people that like to watch football call it, yeah. um, they have like people hanging out and watching the game in like the tunnel. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like a sports bar setup. So like the team has to walk through that. So that makes it visually interesting. Other than that, the only thing it's known for is the giant, giant scoreboard. Screen, yeah. And I, th- I want to say it was like the first or second game. Cause I think it's movable. Mm-hmm. It was like six or 10 feet lower and a ball actually hit it. Oh, okay. Well. So that was like two years ago at this point. That's about it. I've never enjoyed Cowboy Stadium. The light hits it in a very odd way. Right. Um, that being said, two notes about the light. Number one, what made this an incredibly watchable, very long event was going from day to night. Mm-hmm. If it was all the same color for the duration, it would have been much more taxing. Yeah, it's like when you, you why you don't keep your monitor on the same image all that. We, we five hours of this, we would have just been I you know just exactly. blind to it. That being said, it is Cowboy Stadium. I get that, and that means it's blue, which means it's SmackDown, right. which I don't like because there's nothing wrong with SmackDown. There's nothing wrong with Raw. But it's your special event, and they made it. They, obviously, it's blue. Mm-hmm. So, and I get it. You're going with your theme. I get it. But it's a little bit of red, so it's either 
per, like Super America the entire time or Super Dallas Cowboys the entire time. And it just something about that it just it didn't do it for me. It wasn't yeah. bad, but New York it does not compare to New York. It does not com- hell even like Arizona when it was there it was pretty good. Eh, it's yeah. fine. What did you think? You know, I think they kept they did you you got your wide shots, but I felt like so much of the action short of Hell in Cell. Like I felt like so much of it was really just the ring and I I didn't and the entrances bar basically one or two weren't didn't really it it wasn't as much of a I feel like I have a better sense of the visual of 31 because that stage was so much more streamlined. It was also more open, right. which allowed for more things. You could breathe more in that. And yeah. this there's a roof. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's retractable. It was barely open. I'm glad it was open a little bit simply to get the day to the night. But other than that, I don't know, man. It yeah. didn't do it. It wasn't bad. I want to make that very clear. It was yeah. not bad, but you, they've set such a high bar with even an indoor stadium. Like, Just remember how good New Orleans looked yeah. with that color scheme. It broke it up. I did like that it looked different than any other Mania, but I told you this when we were watching it. It looked like more of a convention hall than it did a football stadium. Yeah, or you said like an like a air, airplane. It, yes, it was a giant yeah. airplane. I felt like I was in Dulles Airport, right. which is not somewhere I want to be. No, not, and not for five hours. That being said, you had a fault with the entrances. I didn't mind them. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really, really like Triple H's entrance. Oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll get to that we'll much later. To that. Yeah, we'll get to that in five hours. Um, so it opens with uh, Fifth Harmony doing our America the Beautiful. Who you enjoy. Yeah, I like they're, they're a good pop group, and I think that was that was fine. Here's the problem with watching this at your house. You, I'm watching this for like, okay, we're going to talk about this yeah. in 24 hours, and everyone else is watching it to like make quips, which is fine. Yes, that's like the fun thing. So I couldn't tell people to like shut up about America the Beautiful because because like I couldn't. That's a weird thing to be like shut up about. But at the same, but at the same time, were they in key? I'm not joking. Were they in key? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh- was the footage good? It seemed to do the thing which I don't like, which is it mirrors the lyrics. Right. So like when Oh yeah, it was a, it was a yeah, America screensaver. They yeah. don't always do that. Right. Sometimes it's more like, okay, we're in New York, here's the World Trade Center, yeah. here's etc. I think it was just yeah, flags generally. Don't like yeah. that. Yeah. Um but then we get to our main package, um, which they always I mean, this is what we've come across. This this is always good. This for the people in the room who don't watch wrestling or they're laps fans or even if you're just watching and you're trying to get in hype for the night, these this works. And they did a thing which I didn't notice when we were watching it. Not only I'm also doing quips and hosting a party and all that, but um, this is the stuff that gets lost, and I'm sure it gets lost when you're there with a hundred thousand people, or you know, in air quotes. But they did. Did you see the reenactments of classic wrestlers? I did. Yes, yeah, so, I did see that. So they would show, you know, the iconic uh, pants of somebody. HBK, or they show Hart, Bret Hart giving putting, the glasses, mm-hmm. and it was clearly a reenactment. It wasn't real footage, but it. It gave it this. They other. didn't show the faces, so it wasn't yeah. like they hired Colt Cabana like they do in the video oh, games to yeah, do the yeah. moves. I mean, just they did, and they showed else. the back of a bald guy's head smashing beers. Yeah. You know? That being said, do you remember how the the thing opened? I found this interesting. What was coming down from the Madison Square Garden? Okay, that's what that is. Okay. Madison Square Garden. They still have the old prize fighter set up okay. where it comes from the ceiling. That's what the MSG uh. is for. That's the two microphone thing. That's interesting to me because. They don't really do that many things in Madison Square Garden anymore. Right. They've moved to Brooklyn because it's a hell of a lot cheaper. And in my opinion, it looks amazing. It looks It looks. I like think Barclays yeah. Center looks maybe the best of all the arenas other than San Antonio because I love that that is the one basketball stadium that stands the fuck out. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? I mean, I... I Even rewatch like a Raw, whenever the last okay. time they were in San Antonio, it's the one that stands out. That gotcha. being said, Brooklyn's number two. Right. 
I think the garden looks awesome and like watching all these manias. Yeah. But it doesn't really nev- stand out it's anymore. It's never going to go back there unless the company, unless things go really poorly for this company, it's mm-hmm. never going back to Madison Square Garden. That being said, it wouldn't surprise me if they're doing like, okay, we're going to do premier WrestleMania every season's $1,000. They could do it yeah. at this point. Yeah. Why not? People would pay it. Um, but after the reenactments, they kind of, they get to your themes of the night and it's, and I mean, I found it like super Game of Thrones. It's like kings and empires and revolutions and beasts and legacies. So here's a question. Do yeah. you watch Game of Thrones? I've watched the first season. So you understand the references? I don't know. I know the themes of fantasy. Uh, sure, but literature. I don't. I don't okay. I don't feel like I lost anything. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, and, I'm, and This is important because previously they didn't go as specific. They did literally good versus evil. They had a fight in the mm-hmm. stars in WrestleMania 6. They did the idea of death. They didn't do things that were tied to a television show. But it's not, though. It's early. It's just... And I'm saying Game of Thrones because that, that seems that's the current incarnation. But it's just fantasy tropes. I mean, you've read a fairy tale. So sure, kings sure, and queens sure. and a big beast that you have to put down with weapons. I mean, these are... This is... I, I'd actually argue that it is just as... Okay. You know, applicable. It's interesting. The song they used when I went back, it's Fort Minor, which was like a Linkin Park spinoff. Yes. Remember the name? And it's like... You know, it's like... 15 seconds of this but I, I'm like this sounds really familiar and it's because it's been used in other sporting things um, but it's what the raw theme rips off oh interesting so it was like oh so you actually decided to pay for the song that's 10 years old at this point huh uh, it was very strange um, the once we get into the uh, stadium our announce team this year's call JBL and making his mania announcing debut is Byron Saxton um, they also show all the announcers from all around the world did they ever say why, Jay? Sorry that um, Lawler wasn't there because Lawler hosted the Hall of Fame the night yes. prior, so he's still like favorably in the company. Yeah, I mean the pre-show was was uh, Byron. Uh, it was the Corey SmackDown. Graves. No SmackDown. Team. Oh, I apologize. Uh, the commentary uh, was was Mauro, Ronaldo, the King, and Saxon, and this oh. was the Raw team. Okay, so they're not. They're just using this is your this is your your A team that they use, and they've just it's it's part of them transitioning away from from king basically okay. um saxon as i realized he's there to provide he's like brick tamlin and he's there to provide like for the dumb fan or for the lowest common denominator like a perspective now that you know that do you appreciate him at all do you respect it more are you okay with it are you indifferent i would just wish they would go to a play-by-play and a, a guy who's a heel sometimes you went to yeah Watching the NXT one, did you notice how much better the commentary is without a, a third guy jumping in? It's funny. When I cut together those three-minute Raws, the thing that always fucks up is Byron Saxton. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. But this is not NXT. True. This is for children. Yeah. Does an eight-year-old understand it without Byron telling him or her? No I, joke. Yes, I think so. And okay. I think that should be on the... A lot of that should be on what's happening in the ring. Okay. Yeah. Um. They they kept calling this the greatest live event in entertainment. So we're just as tracking through thirty years of this of how far we are from professional wrestling. We're not even sports entertainment anymore. We're just entertainment. But we've come to the point where certain people are getting cheers by just calling it wrestling. Yes, Kevin Owens could get a cheer by calling himself a fighter or a wrestler. Yes, the entire women's division be calling it by calling it women's wrestling is getting over. Yes. So they know what they're doing. And that's a theme of this, too, is they know what you want and they don't care. I disagree. Okay. I think a lot of it, what came up, I have all these, like, my thing is that everything, my overall note, 
I was like paraphrasing and par- parodying Kurt Vonnegut where it's like no one went over and everything's fine. Like it was just there's a lot of stuff here as a as the marquee event as the biggest sport, the biggest entertainment event of the year. It works. It's a lot of fun for people there and at home. If you are invested in this sh- this product at all and you want to watch tonight or next week or next pay-per-view, there was a lot of left you wanting in a bad way. Where yep. I feel like the stories, the wins and losses that we've seen don't really matter and they don't in wrestling, but as far as storytelling wise, they they dropped the ball or or like fucked it up multiple times. Well, I don't agree with you. Let's get okay, to the first let's match. Get to it. So, Intercontinental ladder match doing what we did at at 31. 31. Um this is your Zane uh Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens and a bunch of other guys. Which is fine with me. Yes. Um and I mean uh, the, the I appreciate how they did that. I mm-hmm. don't want Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to blow off a 13-year feud in their first WrestleMania in the first in the curtain jerker. Like I don't want that to happen, and they didn't do that. But they made them the story of the match. Sami Zayn looked like a million bucks. He jumped through a ladder and outside. He did his DDT spot. He did an inverted exploder that looked like it broke Kevin Owens in half. Um, Kevin Owens also looked great. Did a, fl- a frog splash. They he was, they were doing stuff to each other that was just for them, you know. It's old hat, but for the general audience, it looks good as hell. Okay, so all of the indie wrestling fans should be, in theory, satisfied with that alone. Good night, go home. You're done. You got yeah. what you wanted. Stop complaining about everything. Sure, there was a Dolph Ziggler super kick party, and then that was awesome. And then Dolph Ziggler and Kevin Owens simultaneous super kick, which is such like an indie spot. That's so great. Yeah. Um, so yes, there was a lot to like there. Um, obviously Stardust in his dusty tribute gear with his dusty tribute ladder. Come on. You got to love that. Yes. Um, he did get broken in half. He, he took the, uh, the The, annual Dean Ambrose spot, but he didn't bust his head open. I don't think so. Apparently there was no, you know, knock on wood. I haven't heard about any concussions, uh, anything from last night injury wise. Um, and, but in the, the, you know, Miz is in this match, Sin Cara in this match. They're kind of there as fodder. Found Zack me. Ryder was a late, it was a late addition after Neville was scratched after bending Injury. his angle away. It doesn't bend, um, and it's almost like this. What they planned for Neville, they gave to Zack Ryder. Good, <laughs> who surprised won it and celebrated with his dad in the ring. Um, and Cole puts it, like doesn't even put him over. He's like. After over a decade of futility, he finally... <laughs> not a decade of trying his best or a decade of scrapping by futility. Wasn't he in NXT, like, during Survivor Series? No, no. He's been in the company. He was... Didn't they demote him, though? No, I mean, he's been doing uh, du- kind of double time, double service. Okay, who's who's the, who's like he the... He teams up with Mojo Rawley as the Hype Brothers. Okay. He's not, like, in NXT to train. Stop. I understand that. Yeah. During, I think it was Survivor Series, mm-hmm. they did the like, was when they were doing that William Shatner narrated series. What's that called? They're like behind yeah, the scenes. I know Breaking Ground. Yeah. Breaking Ground. He, like he was one of the major like three storylines in the episode that directly followed Survivor Series, okay. which was one of their marquee pay per view things. There's sure. like four year. That's the winter one, or the yeah, that's the winter one, or the fall one. Right. Whatever. You would not guess. Five months later, six months later, this is the guy that's going to have the IC belt. He's like figuring his pay cut has been huge. He's not getting TV time. He might be done if this gimmick doesn't work. And now you know that, 
and six months later, he's here. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, and that's the thing, too. I don't think anyone, even indie guys or, like, smarky fans could be pissed at this because, you know, like, he's also, it's a guy like, oh, yeah, good for him because yes. the, the story with him, too, is kind of like when he did all that, he was, like, the internet champion. He had a viral YouTube thing that they, you know, uh, co-opted and then ruined. Kind of like they do, any, you know, anything. That's, he had built something and they they kind of sabotage his push. All right, You're I'm, rolling your eyes, though. I'm rolling my eyes. They rolled him off the stage <laughs> with a broke in a wheelchair. That was awesome. Yeah. No, but the guy, I mean, he was, it was like, that's the thing. It's the, the, the Vince McMahon grab the brass ring, like make, you know, take the opportunity, like grab this by mm-hmm. the balls thing. It's such bullshit because a guy did it, and then they just ran him to the ground, and then he was basically off TVs. And like you said, yes, he is in NXT competing. If it doesn't, you know, he might be future endeavored if it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And so that's the part where it's like, yeah, the brass ring thing is obviously an illusion. I don't know about that. I'm not saying yeah. that Vince is right. Don't get me okay. wrong. I'm not saying that any of these guys are 100% right. But I do, part of me is thinking like, well, fucking create your own thing, man. Like He did. Okay. in your How like, many more times do you have to do it? Before create they your actually... own company. Oh, well, that's like, yeah. I'm serious. I don't like, like Coca-Cola's flavor, so I actually made this. I make this soda now in my in my yeah, garage. Jones Soda. Okay. Go wrestle in your garage. <laughs> yeah. These guys, you know, at a certain point, you know, it's it'll good be to interesting see to see when what actually happens with Kevin Owens. Like what happens? Yes, and and this this was my first what the fuck of the night because it's it's fine that not in a bad way. No, it, I agree completely. Like it is a what the fuck because it was a surprise moment which you don't really have. I had avoided spoilers the last couple of days for this. The betting lines knew this was happening. so um, They knew it was yeah. going to go. Okay. Uh, but Zane K- KO continues, which is my main thing from this. I didn't want it to blow off. Um, my main thing from this is uh, Cody's okay after Sin Cara did that move. Yeah, Sin Cara didn't botch anything. Isn't that great? Uh, he No, he didn't. Like He hit his his uh, like springboard who spot. Who botched something? Oh, it was AJ uh, Styles. Yeah, maybe. That yeah. was something later. Um. There was, but my my real question here is like, wh- what is the plan for it? Does he lose this belt tonight? That's the thing. And there are like, but yes, there's we were, rumors we were that recording this before Raw. Yeah, and there's rumors that he could lose it tonight, and that that was just a good. You know what? If yeah. that happens, it's fine. And that's fine. He's still I'm got just, his WrestleMania bonus. That's cool. But that's what I, my thing is. As of watching it, it doesn't take any enjoyment. But that's where I'm saying, if you're invested in the product, not saying it's a it could, it's bad. It just it adds this question where. I hope they have a plan for the IC belt other than Zack Ryder. Here's, yeah, I think they're going to do set up a three way feud between those uh, between Miz, him, and Ziggler. I mean, it makes uh, yeah. sense to me. Okay. And then you have Sin Cara and and um, I keep yeah. calling him Cody and Stardust uh, yeah. just fight Cuz. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If these guys all. We'll see what happens with with that. If sure, sure, sure. Becomes, if he's just a belt holder for a night, but it's here's good for why Zach I think that it's going to be for more than just tonight. He was in the in-house Snickers commercial with Ric Flair. True. So if you're putting him in the commercial, you're going to keep him around for another few weeks. Yeah, they give a shit. Um, but good for him. If this is what gets him back to the mid card rather than losing on superstars, good for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. It's the uh, the bigger question. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's not, oh, Sammy didn't win or Kevin Owens didn't I feel win. like we're going to have a really in-depth conversation about six to seven matches later about this. So we can yeah, move on. Yeah, okay, fine. So next match was AJ Styles versus Jericho, blowing off a feud that's already been blown off several times. Yep, it's <laughs> uh, they had their best match of the four they've had. Yeah, yeah, um, and you know uh, basically it's a f- AJ goes for the, f- the forearm and he gets countered into Codebreaker, um, and Jericho gets the win. Um, 
and it doesn't really matter. Um, it just it matters in the way of like, well, what is what do they actually think of styles? Historically, it matters. Um, I think it was you last night when uh, I said this is payback for putting over Fandango. <laughs> That's right. why I had Jericho had to get the win. But we all know why he had to get the win because he's not from this company. Fandango is an in-house product. Yes. So he could beat Jericho. Yes. AJ Styles, no. You've been no, wrestling is, for I mean, years on 20 lost. years. Yeah. Yeah, who do you think's gonna fucking win? this I honestly one? think that like yeah, that's got to be ninety percent of it. But he has made them money in a quick amount of time. Absolutely, and you know this is this is the thing. This is this is where the internet maybe is going. Oh, AJ Styles did it when they're burying him. Like that's not the point. Losing doesn't mean that. It's let's see what they do tonight. Let's see what they do next week. If this is them saying we actually do think, if this is them ratifying the in character story of of Styles saying he was a big fish in a small pond. That's incredibly misguided because he's been one of the biggest faces in the company. And even if it is, even if this like whole reason to bring a man in that's 38 yeah. for three months and give him a giant WrestleMania payday was to bury him, I'm sure he's fine with that. No, it'll be fine. It would be a waste because he's still got... He's still Not disagreeing in any yeah. way. I think that it would have been great to see this match even like five years ago. Sure. Just that's based the thing. Jericho on Jericho is 47. Is he really 47? Yeah. Holy shit. 1970. He's forty 47. or forty? Yeah, he's forty-six. Sorry. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I thought he was still in his thirties. He looks great. He does look great. Holy but this shit! Is a guy, this is also what the fuck of like keep on. Let's keep a track of attitude. Our guy is going over tonight. Oh my god! Yeah. Good point. Good so point. we we cut to our celebs, which this I is like really, to point out that yeah. we're spending the least amount of time in the match that felt the longest. And oh. I didn't hate it. Oh, I didn't think it felt the longest. Oh, for this Hell for sure <laughs> felt the longest. Hell in the cell felt like the. The, when you're crossing the river sticks and it takes eternity. <laughs> uh, we cut to our celebrities, which uh, they didn't really bring out the big guns. We got Stephen Amell. We got Bill Simmons uh, with the Patriots logo on his phone. Fuck I love Bill it. Simmons. You know why he was doing that? Why? Because they're in Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Okay, two I sports teams. I, I, don't, I hate the Patriots He's more than I hate the Cowboys. He's playing a heel. I love yeah. it. Also, those are barely celebrities. That's what I'm saying. We're not really trying Good for them. Yeah. I'm not joking. They've used celebrities, especially in urban environments, a lot. You remember right. the WrestleMania with Salt and Pepper and Lawrence Taylor and yeah. like the celebrity intro? Well, well, let's we do have a couple more coming up. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. But all things considered, they could have really celebrated this thing mm-hmm. out and they didn't. Right. Good for them. Yeah. They actually that's one thing they actually have faith in. So we go backstage and uh, By the right way, that's up. not a knock on Bill Simmons or Stephen Amell. Totally fine with them. <laughs> Just yeah, well, I don't, I don't think they care either. Um, they got to, they got good seats. Uh, Ryder cuts his face promo with Maria, and he he mentioned I didn't see this because I wasn't paying attention to it. I was just waiting for like Kevin Owens to interrupt or something, which didn't happen. Uh, he had a picture as a kid. He took a picture with holding Razor Ramon's Intercontinental Title, and he's like, "Now I'm gonna go find him and get him to take a picture with mine." And he did. So it's that's cool. Good for him. That's not that's not dissimilar to what. Um I'm so sorry that what Roman, not Roman Reigns, sorry, Seth Rollins did last year. Like he yes. flew home to Iowa the next day with the belt and took a photo with his brother, like holding like this childhood wrestling crap. And then he showed a, a really cute photo of him dating like a little girl, a Nazi when he was a little boy. Aww. And then he grew up to date a big girl Nazi and he's a big boy Nazi. So it's fun. Adorable. That marks the end of the first hour of WrestleMania. Two matches. It's fine. Yes. I loved it. It was a very solid hour. Should we mention Maria Menudo's shirt now or later? Uh, oh, that it's a it's a, a iron on at home Shane McMahon shirt. Yeah, she, like we're like what? <laughs> and uh, and uh, she's in the bloods. She was wearing a red. I love bandana. it so much. 
even though we'll have a pretty a pretty prominent crip later. Um, so that's the first hour in the books, and then it was the motherfucking New Day. It's a New Day! Yes, it is! Were you disappointed by the New Day's entrance? No, because I didn't... I, I was like... Maybe they'll do unicorns because you were so Cowboys. sure. Yeah, because well, it's like Cowboy Stadium, Texas horses. I thought that was going to be also you. You weren't that far off because in one of the other intro videos, there were multiple intro videos this year. Yeah, they were literally on a unicorn. Right? Did you notice that? Oh, in their opening. Yeah, when yeah. they it, when they do the Ken Burns effect on uh, the photos of all the superstars. Yes, they were on a unicorn. Yeah, and and I was also pretty sure that even if they've been selling bootios, I was. Curious how far they would go with the ass-eating joke in front of 100,000 people and, and millions and millions at home. And they went really far because they had a 20-foot box of cereal that they tipped over and came out of in full Saiyan uh, Dragon Ball Z armor. Okay, so that's the reference to Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. Okay, thank you. And uh, Xavier had his hair teased in that way. He also had a unicorn horn and a tail, which puts us uncomfortably in furry territory. Hell yeah. Um... And it's great because I think like I don't know Dragon Ball Z, I but I know that like, but someone in in Michael Cole's ear, he basically goes, "Oh, he's obviously being Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z," and like totally botches the, the name it's of it. So great, he's a dad. Uh, this match happened. Speaking of dads, uh, Kofi was so happy to be there. He was definitely oh, yeah. the happiest. Yeah. Uh, Biggie's moves last night, great. Yeah, could not be beat. Xavier's trombone playing. I'm going to say the worst to date. Could be. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Come on. Is it because they had a new special trombone that it's like different to play? Maybe it was different to play or maybe he didn't have. He can't hear it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, he doesn't have a monitor. They're pretty over. Uh, they are extremely over. They are my, Did they get the biggest face pop of the night? Do you count Stone Cold as a face? Yes. Then no. Okay. Here's the problem. Another problem with having this in a giant airplane hangar. It's. I want to say it's at five levels, five it was tiers. Very it was high. really it was high. Tiers, yeah. It was they like chants. You could tell they were chanting, but it was so big they yeah. couldn't clap in unison. That's a big fucking deal for what they do. The new day, yeah, and and just oh. for cheers to basically all sounded just like muffled noise. That's why that what bullshit works because yeah. it's single syllable. Yeah. That's why yes yeah. chant works. But this is so good. I and, know. Oh, I think I think they were they'll be okay. I think the fact that. This match, they are true. I mean, there was like 0.01% of healing where Xavier tried to grab the tights. But um, they did a, a typical like heel beatdown on Xavier for most of the match. Uh, Biggie and Kofi got taken out. Like Biggie got a nice super kick that took him out. Kofi got a weird double stomp thing. Biggie looked out. legit hurt for a second. Yeah, I think he's. I haven't heard anything. Yeah. So, um, but they they lost the match, and this is once again where. I mean, we can just what actually happened. So they uh, they lose the new day. Uh, League of Nations cut a heel promo that there's no three man team that could beat them. Cue the legends. Uh, sexy boy, a retired Shawn Michaels comes out in his gear, takes his shirt off for no reason. No, he took it off for a hundred one <laughs> seven six hundred seventy three reasons. Boys and girls, men and women. Uh, Mick Foley comes out. <laughs> And then I'm like, glass shatters. You need a yeah. third. Let's do this. And he did. And uh, they came out and delivered uh, the whooping to the heels. Great. That's that's not for you. See, you, you kind of argue two ways. It's like, this is for children. That's for children, too. 
adult children? No, just for children. The heels got their comeuppance from the. I get the heels yeah. get their comeuppance part, but they're getting their comeuppance part from an an old shirtless preacher, a man that is in seriously bad medical condition, and then uh, a, a special uh, referee. That's who. That's who Stone Cold is to most of these kids. It's not. That's he's that's a special not. referee. That's all he does. The network exists. The internet exists. Kids know who fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin is, Ugh. and they know who Mankind is because they know he went off the cage, and they know Shawn Michaels because they know how to say "suck it." Because if you're eight, Ugh. then now and forever, people are all losers. Like saying "suck it," so they give their they they give the beat down. They chase the heels, uh, which allows New Day to come in and try to have a special moment, and uh, they get Shawn Michaels to do what a, a white 50-year-old man thinks is twerking. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get Mick Foley to do what uh, gyrating Foley is. doesn't look as bad. Foley dances like how a fat white guy dances. He's yeah. like if John Goodman dances. Like John Goodman dances perfectly fine. It looks like he's, you know, when a top is, a, is spinning out and it's about to wobble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what he looks like. So it's fine. He yes. just is fat man dancing. Yes, and then that leaves Xavier to try to coax a dance out of the rattlesnake, uh, who the whole time is making the thumb and pinky like beer me brother sign and like i think i lip read like can we just drink some fucking beers <laughs> and then uh xavier's moves a little too advanced so he has to break it down to a two-step for stone cold who gets into it for a second carlton dances uh and then as soon as xavier does his spin move gets kicked gets stunned i hate it i loved it i hate it so much you know who loved it xavier woods austin uh, sure, Creed, sure austin watson loved it sure yeah i'll give that to you guys you guys uh, no, I mean, those guys, Rusev tweeted, who Rusev also sold the fuck out mm-hmm. of a stunner. Rusev was great. He was like, the lads, he tweeted, the lads won today, but I will never again listen to the uh, Broken Skull podcast. <laughs> Rusev is, is shoot Rusev's hilarious. great on he Twitter. He is work, uh, shoot hilarious, I should say. Um, and he did not. have Broken Skull IPA cans, which he that tried to great. sell to the camera. But they cut away. They're like, no free hits. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> It was honestly, I get it, and it was not nearly as long of a Stone Cold ent- or um, appearance as I thought. Oh yeah, these things talk, usually last longer than the match. This was, I think, the best use of older guys to put over new guys or to give the give a face rub or whatever. People are complaining. Oh, why are they? Because you need the I heels. Think you're right. You need the heels to. First of all, they the heels need to win so they can cut a promo. Then you, you know these what? Guys also juxtaposed with last year's horrendous Sting Triple H match with the twenty minutes of interference. You're right. Yeah, just give this them is maybe the best post match. It's not like they won the match because you know mm-hmm. whatever. So this ending was fine. That's my note. It's not it's a what good the note. Fuck. It's a good point. I didn't think of it that New way. Day will be fine as heels. League of Nation can go do whatever now. Since you wrote that article, um, are you still worried all the time that New Day is going to break up? Um, not once that invoice clears. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we go to Ambrose Lesnar. Um, was that really next? I feel like there was like an hour apart. No, it was actually wow. next. Yeah. So uh, Dean comes out in a Suplex City shirt that he had that that, <laughs> that the, he made that the printer had carefully uh, spray painted <laughs> oh, the DA God. Anarchy sign on. Um, this match, I mean, we knew what this was going to be. This oh, was yeah. going to be, and they did sell it that. Ambrose is going to try a bunch of weapons, and it's probably not going to work because Lesnar's Lesnar, and that's what happened. I mean, he got the kendo stick. He tried to use a chainsaw. He tongue-kissed the Barbie the bat, a barbed wire-covered bat. Um, he kicked a chair into Lesnar's face. He punched Lesnar in the balls, and it wasn't enough. All right, two things about this. One that I loved and one that I was really disappointed with. Sure. Disappointment first. Last Raw, he put all of his toys... 
in a wheelbarrow. Is it a wheelbarrow? Not a wheelbarrow. Yeah, it was a wagon. A red wagon. A little red a wagon. A red wagon that he spray painted his logo, which was hilarious. Yeah. But they didn't use it. He didn't come out with his wagon. That was a huge that was a huge mistake and that's in all seriousness. You don't set that up. That's just as you might that's like not having the chainsaw of the bat which Thank you, you. you had segments built. That was his go home promo. He said nothing. He it filled was a so wagon. Great. It was so fun. The guy has popped out of Christmas presents and he's brought hot dog carts and he's stealing ambulances and beer trucks and you were not going to let him bring the wagon? It's so So you had that same note? I didn't have a note, but it's in my head. That's like the biggest thing. And then number two, I love, love, love the fire extinguisher. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. They did not tease that leading up to this match. So you weren't expecting that. I was not expecting that. And he actually used a fire extinguisher in the ring, uh, referencing my favorite of all time, half-black Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Yeah. And and to be fair, not that they think these things out in advance, but on that go home show, if Piper was a, if it would have been Foley, then Funk, then Piper, and Piper gives him the extinguisher, that would have been what you do. Exactly. But rest in peace, Roddy Piper. And so that was great. And the yeah. fact that once the match was over, Lesnar had it and set it off. Right. That was also cool. I appreciate, and I missed that on the first viewing because. Uh, but Lesnar, my thing with this is, um, this is fine because yeah. it, um, you know, it's. Doesn't it does exactly what we knew was going to happen? Where you wanted at least Lesnar to look like strong in defeat, which I think he looks just the same as he did Absolutely. before. Before he's lost because a TV exploded. He lost because uh, Bray materialized that thin air. He's lost dumb ways before. Getting a five minute chairs is a fine way to go. My problem with this one is it's like thirteen minutes. There's a match later that's thirty. If that one later was twenty and this one was twenty, I think. Yeah, the, they That's needed a really good. They point. had no false finishes. Yeah, he's all. What has he been doing for a month? What is that? An F two and F three, F five. Me again. He hasn't sold an F five. I mean, he's sold it like he's hurt, but he could take another. Not disagreeing. I think you're right. Um, here's another problem with this, though. Sure. How does it go long without drawing collar? There's no blood in a no holds barred match that features a barbed wire bat and a chainsaw. Yeah, I mean. Come on. That's the thing. The, the no, not using the, and even if they just, yeah. They shouldn't have this in the PG era, or we're going to like put this on last, and we're like, hey, guys, this is not PG. This is not PG. That just because there's really no way to do it fairly. Maybe that's why it was another reason it was so short. Apparently, Ambrose had pushed for more, and they were like, we can't. Yeah, or I we mean. we won't. So. But even, I'll even take, just have some things that they can do. I mean, do a table spot. Do more chairs. Do an announce table spot. You know, I mean, I think there's okay, things they could do. you know do. they're not going to do the announce table because it's coming up. Yeah. You, they already did tables in the pre-show with the uses and the Dudleys. Just People saying, always love tables. Not disagreeing. Yes. There's a whole chant based around that. Yes. But what's the point? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think they're okay, creative like the, guys. The I tables think. only work if Lesnar's getting put through the table. Yeah. That does not make any sense. Right. I think that there's... I think that they both did a really good job. And every single time I see Lesnar and he doesn't murder a man on accident, I'm impressed. Yeah. Uh, No, I just think a little longer. I think they could have creatively come up with a few things that wouldn't have been, you know, murdering a man. Um, And then after this match, they cut to the Hall of Fame class, which was simultaneously very Texas and Southern. But it was the total, like, we have run out of people to put in the Hall of Fame until more people die yeah. or retire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stan Hansen, Jacqueline, the Freebirds, Snoop, uh, the Godfather, Big Boss Men, Joan London getting the Warrior Award, uh, and our headliner Sting 
Yeah, it's a weird class. Watch Sting Star- is warranted. I get that. Uh, yes. Snoop Dogg is perfect. Yeah. Freebirds only because they're in Texas. Are oh, they in the Hall of Fame? I mean, they were pretty big. I mean, I'm not disagreeing, yeah, yeah. but they also work in the Confederate flag on their face. They were the heels, though. And they were inducted by the New Day, yes, who were black men. Kerry Von Eric accidentally said the New Gay, and Kofi then went on Twitter and said, hey, man, it's 2016. We're for everybody. Hashtag New Gay Rocks. Oh, that's so great. They're the best. That is That marks the end of our second hour. So we are less than halfway done. But we've seen four matches. And... Honestly, uh, good pace. four of the, you know, like four very good matches. Yeah. So. No tens, not even, cl- was any of them close to a 10? I don't think so. I think Let's use a five. Let's keep it in wrestling Sorry, terms. sorry, sorry. Yes. Problem. No, there was like, uh, I'd say ladder is like a three, seven or a four or in like the other, you know, the AJ's a four. The others are threes. Mm, I'd go the ladder's better than AJ Jericho. Sure. Okay. I mean, I'd go either way. They're both. They're probably fours, whatever, somewhere in They're there. They're all thus far all enjoyable better than raw matches. Yes. Um, and that last one's probably like a two and a half just because it, it's kind of like. You still get to see Brock Lesnar throw a man that, around. The fact that Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose are literally mid-card at this point. That's absurd. Yeah. Um, so our second hour done. It's now time for the match of the night. Uh, this is the women's match because. Oh, hands down. The 10 Diva match was actually the last Divas match. Um, during the pre-show, Lita... Uh, came out and and said what had been rumored all week is that they were getting rid of the Divas belt. It's time for the women's belt. The women's belt is is basically the IC title plus the logo of the the main belt, just a little smaller. And that is the new lineage that they would be starting with this match. It's awesome. Yeah. There's no, you know, all the shit with this not going fast enough. In ju- like in June, the the women's division, the Divas division in the main roster was dire shape in july it got three new talents by mania the next year we have a new belt it's pretty good pretty fast yeah that's faster than a lot of other sports or entertainment or whatever adapts mm-hmm. i mean look at i'm not saying that they're still that i'm sure there's still horrible but then they're still like getting paid oh sure sure i sure. mean but it's like you got to take a win where you get one um and as far as their um the the story of this one really is sasha I mean, the whole thing is built around her. From um, the intros through yeah. to what we're getting to, I think. Um, sure. I mean, they totally sell her as the as the babyface because the heel doesn't get Snoop Dogg to rap, her cousin Snoop Dogg to rap about her. You know, like... Yeah. And the confetti. Yeah. Which was part of the intro. And the Eddie Guerrero... She did three, like, Eddie Guerrero things. She did a frog splash? She did a frog splash. She did the, like, hey, I'm doing the motion, like, back and forth. Thing yeah, 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 yeah. And the, uh, the tights the, and the tights, her favorite wrestler. Sure. Uh, the worst part about this match easily is uh, Becky Lynch's gear. Always. If she had better gear, she would have the belts. Maybe. Uh, I think she she her was gear kind is of so bad. They dude. wanted they brought up three and uh, Becky was basically ready and they didn't really have anything to do with her. But she's the least polished. Like she's good on mic. She's good in the ring. The character's not quite there. They haven't really figured out, and they don't have a story to tell with her yet. But That's I think she's correct. I think she's learning on the job. Just I'm not fine. disagreeing yeah. in any way whatsoever. I think here's another good thing about this match. Whoever won, you'll be like, they deserve it. Oh yeah. That's and whoever lost, be like, they're going to get it back. It yep. doesn't matter. This no. is going to. This, this is, is the beginning great. of something, not the end of something. Very and where a lot of this stuff, we're like, oh, hopefully that'll be the end of that, or that end, the end of that storyline. We know this is the beginning of something good. So well, we say that now. <laughs> well. 
Let's keep our fingers. We'll crossed. keep our fingers crossed, but they're moving in the right direction. Um, so I have a lot of notes on this one, just because it was it was great. I mean, that it's the for the women's WWE Women's Championship can't be understated. A diva belt. Had really quick, really quick. When we started this, were, did you ever think like Ric Flair is going to be on the forefront of women's wrestling? <laughs> Not at all, and I'm glad he is. He loves women, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> the Diva Belt came in in 2008, unified in 2010. Um, it is now actually, the, the term, the deep, Total Diva Show will still, obviously, they're not going to call it the Total Women, which would be ridiculous. Kind of great, actually. Yeah. Um, it has a total recall Actually, feel. I've been watching a lot of uh, Drag Race, uh-huh. Paul's Drag Race. They should have a spin-off <laughs> show called Total Women. Yeah. Um, the term Diva is now done. I mean, you probably might, someone might slip up. But they've actually, on WWE website, everyone is a superstar now. Okay, that's a good question. Okay, so like, okay. So in in terms of journalism, sure. when I have to write about this, do I say the 2015 uh, Divas Champion Brie Bella, or do I say the 2015 Women's Champion Brie Bella? You know what I mean? Oh, when, going back? Yeah. It's still, it's still Divas. In the past. Okay. Yeah. So it's still like the Negro Leagues or the Negro Leagues. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that's actually a good example. I think the last time you tried to use a Negro Leagues thing, it didn't land. That one did, so congrats. Um, my thing with this is that it is it is the best match of the night in many ways. Um, it's funny because I, yeah, I had watched the four-way on NXT semi-recently. And that's still like a better techno match, but it's like, and that's not a knock on this. It's just it's it's to say also watch that, also watch the the takeover matches. We'll get to takeover after this. I want to sure. talk about that. Cool. Um, the wrestling, the striking looked looked pretty snug. Charlotte had a couple hits that looked like that. They sounded good at least, and the storytelling's there. Um, also, there's just like this one. They all also took it to a, a a good level physically. Like Sasha does a suicide dive and her. Foot gets. I don't think I caught this. Someone else caught it. Mm-hmm. Might have been you or my Marvin or someone. Her when she did a suicide dive to take out Charlotte, her foot got caught on the rope, and she had to change in midair and turn it into a like a rolling cannonball type thing instead of just a dive. Which is like that's the type of body control like that Neville Rollins. Like how do you turn three quarters and then flip? I don't know how to, a body. This does is that, that high flyer mid card stuff we were talking yeah. about earlier. Like yeah. big guys, big women can't do this. No. Their bodies aren't meant for They're it. That's why it. every time t- Kevin Owens does anything, I'm very worried. Yeah. Um, Becky also got a like a, a flying spot to take out Nate. And then Charlotte did a perfect a f- perfect figure, uh, excuse me, a moonsault. Like just her form. Yeah, that's when you pointed out, like, oh, yeah, these are like college athletes and they're legit athletes, no pun intended. It's not the norm. Definitely not. I mean, for what it had been for so long. Yeah, so it's like real athletes on the mid-card and the lower card and then like previously divas and football players yeah it's weird yeah and i mean they they trade submissions they had a spot that called back triple h uh sean michaels benoit where someone uh sasha had charlotte in a submission or something and then becky pulled so that she could break the uh, thing not only to keep the match going um you know charlotte wins it by stealing a knocking uh sasha out stealing the submission and then uh uh, Rick Flair holding on to Sasha so he so can't great. get back in. But he's already got his comeuppance for kissing Becky. So that yes. was good. They ended that part of it. And this is not, he's not doing something gross. Someone, people are like, these are the people I fucking hate who are like, 
oh, she won, but it was still like because a man did it. That's still they're still not progressive. It's like it's the story, man. Yeah, it's the flares. Like it's yeah. the dirtiest player in the game. Yeah, know but, your history, sheeple. Yeah, and I mean, if she could, if they had written it in a way that she won, but like you got him there, use him. To heal. I have no You're problem. Supposed to cheat, and it has nothing to do with like it doesn't take away her as a woman. So I had no problem with no, this. It takes everything away from her as a champion, as it should. Yes. She's a heel. Also, her robe, I think, was. The made out of the WrestleMania 24 rope. Oh, was it? Or at least her robe. By... I noted it the last. Holy, sh- it was amazing. Yeah, that's another. I'm not joking. This is not a sexist thing, and I could say that knowing because Ric Flair's robes were always better. That made him stand out. Yeah, you knew he was going to win. You know Becky's not going to win because her gear sucks. And no one wears robes other than like the flares. Like, you shouldn't. Oh, no, but Sasha wore to. like special really kick-ass oh, yeah, yeah. gear. That's oh, no, the I mean. gear. You but need the to robe, step up. Yeah, and she should be having the robe. So so like I said earlier, the 10 Diva was 11.25. This triple threat was 16.03. Almost twice as long as the previous. It clearly could have gone match. longer, but I'm glad it didn't because the yep. ending seemingly came out of nowhere, even though we were 16 minutes in. Yeah, because there was multiple false finishes, and they were really, really well done. They were really well done, and like I love the use of submissions, and I you got to think that some of that's from Rousey, and also because, and I'm not going to put it all on like they're responding to that submission. Also, is a thing you can, if you're like Sasha Banks and you're you know five five and a one twenty, you can still make it look good. She can't do mm-hmm. a pile driver and make it look good, you know. So mm-hmm. I do appreciate that it looks better. But I, it's they're also doing stuff that looks really good. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, um, and this this also works because this continues the Charlotte Sasha thing, mm-hmm. and this one this one had no I had no problems with this. So next one. Oh, had, we didn't even mention that Ric Flair took a bump. Oh yeah, I said Ric Flair took a bump. Becky, yeah, Becky took him out. Yeah, but you okay. you said she got her comeuppance from the kiss, but you didn't reference that it was the kiss from that night, like. Yeah. Previously, oh, okay, months yeah. ago, if not a pay-per-view ago, right. Becky only lost because Ric Flair grabbed and kissed her. Yeah. Once again, is that sexist or is that just Ric Flair? I can't, just I don't know. Flair being Flair. It's, yeah. Yeah, if he had kissed her backstage and we're finding out this, they're, they're cheat, it'd be totally different. If it's in character. For some reason, It's I don't acting, know. guys. It's oh, acting. God, I love that Flair is now the face of the company because of Hogan. It's so great. Yeah. That's the it, best part about Hogan being a timed, racist. Everything timed perfectly for Ric Flair, which is good. So our next match. It's The Undertaker, Shane, Hell in a Cell. You were very excited about this yeah. before it happened. Sure. Now that it's happened. Yeah. Are, are you pleased? Yes and no. Continue. From, from the way of, like I've said, watching it, and I think in the room, like one of the only times where people got quiet happened in this match. Uh, Except Maria Menudo's, she was not quiet. Yes, she the was entire, a uh, huge very, shame very mark. quiet <laughs> arena, a very scared arena, and Maria Menudo screaming her head off. I yeah. loved it so much. Yes, that was good. I have to say, this starts. It's um, you know, it's a, just a slow and kind of brutal match. Um, they're doing. You can. I mean, that's the thing too. They're not trying to do stuff that they couldn't do. Like, I feel like the the combat they were doing was fine for like, yeah, this is a forty six year old against a fifty one year old who's. A 51 going on a 70-year-old's body. Um, sometime in this match, okay, so they, they end up fighting their way out. Um, and I can tell you why I do and don't like it, but I kind of wanted to do what happens in the match. Do you want to uh, go in chronological order of everything? I find so much of it until that moment doesn't really matter. Okay, we have to at least talk about the intros. Okay, so Shane comes out with... Uh, the, the Mean Street Posse, which is now his kids. His three, all under the age of 10 children? They look real. Yeah, they're young. Okay. Well, just... one of them, the first one was born. He was in the WrestleMania 20. Remember, that's the... Okay, that so was... he's 12. Yeah. 
He's 12, 12. He's 12 yeah. years old. Because he was the baby. He was like, when the, what is it? Like, it begins again? Yeah. That was Declan. Oh, that's that was right. the first one. So it's a 12-year-old and probably like, I don't know, 9-year-old and a 7-year-old. Yes. And they're all, all doing... All dressed alike. Yes. All doing daddy's dances. It's adorable until you realize these are the grandkids of Vince McMahon. Yeah. These are fifth-generation people now doing this, or fourth, or I don't know, however you want to slice it. Depends on how you view yeah. it. Anyways. And what's going to happen no We've, matter, even if he wins this match, you know it's not going to end not gonna well. Be good for people for his body. that have not seen Beyond the Mat. Please watch Beyond the Mat. It's on YouTube. Just yeah, watch it illegally. It's just there now, yeah. Um, it ends in a horrific match between The Rock and Mick Foley. No, I'm sorry, uh, Mankind. Yes, he's Mankind at this point, and um, he takes I want to say like 17 chair shots. Too many. I think they had talked about five, and Mankin's like, no, more. And his kids are losing it, Mm -hmm. and his wife is crying. Yeah. And now the daughter, the little girl that was crying in that video, is going to train to be a wrestler. Yeah. Anyways, back to the match. Yeah. Um, So Undertaker had a pretty standard issue entrance, right? Uh, His entrance was fine. Uh, It wasn't embarrassing. We've seen embarrassing. My wife could not understand why it took so long for an old man to walk to the ring. I said, that's wrestling. You'll see. (laughs) That too. Um, So basically, I mean, the only, they they kind of uh, work in the ring for a little while. And then at one point, Shane uh, pulls out uh, like uh, bolt cutters to cut the, uh, cut the, one of the sides of the cage off so they can get out of it because yeah. we know they're going outside of the cage. Yeah. Um, that leads to a spot where um, Shane has Undertaker in a uh, sleeper, and to get out of it, Undertaker goes off one table into another. Um, oh, wait, is that is that – or is it that the happens. other – Yeah, yeah, That okay. happens. It's really good. It looks yeah. really good. But the whole thing is, is Shane keeps saying, like, bring it on. He keeps doing the hand thing. Let's fight. So he, uh, he hits – Taker pretty uh it looked pretty good hit him in the head with the monitor and then he's just sitting at the cage and this is at the like right after the three hour mark and he looks up and a hundred and one thousand people and millions and millions at home like like their buttholes got tight because you know what's happening next is this 46 year old man is going to climb this cage and then jump off of it uh the cage is about 20 feet it's very, very high. It's very high. It looks higher than the... I'll tell you, it looks higher than... And it could be the trick photography, but it looks higher than the original Hell in the Cell. That it doesn't Mankind matter. Went off it of. doesn't matter. So it, he climbs this thing. I mean, they're milking this, and Cole, JBL... They don't milk it nearly enough. <laughs> no, but, like, Cole and JBL are doing the, get down there, Shane. Like, they're not announcing as much as they're, like, pleading with the man in character. Even the heel is doing it. Really quick aside. Yeah. Would it have actually been cool if he's like, this is not worth it, and just left... Like, he he walked to the other side of the arena, climbed down. climbed down, and left. You could have Raw, you yeah. fucking psychopath. What if that was the ending? Would that have been amazing? No joke. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would just have been amazing because it would have been like the biggest what the fuck of all time, yeah. but there's no way. Oh, that's he's how still, it should unfortunately, have ended. Fortunately, unfortunately, he still wants his father's love. Oh, God. Um, so Shane uh, does the sign of the cross and takes an elbow drop off the 20 Which we cage. clearly know is bullshit because the McMahons do not believe in God. Yeah. And he and Undertaker, the savvy veteran, gets out of the way, uh, so which so that he also wouldn't die. The table is, I mean, as much as they can make it, it's not made out of fucking foam. It's a real table, but it's better for Shane to land straight on that than yeah. a human for both of their sakes. Um, oh, Cole makes a call for the love of mankind, which is perfect. Yeah, um, Cole did a good job. Yeah, uh, they. Ma- Jr. wrote that. Yeah. 
He's in his ear. Uh, Undertaker drags him, carries him back into the ring, and does a tombstone and wins. Um, and this is the third what the fuck of the night. This is why I like it watching it because, like I said, it worked in the room. It worked for a hundred thousand fans. Uh, Shane got to do the crazy spot we knew he was going to do. Undertaker doesn't lose to a forty-six-year-old who punches like your kid brother. Um, they did a lot to each other. They both looked good in the match, except the stakes of this match. The Shane as the change agent that's going to finally turn Raw around. Not paying that off is like it makes you you're rooting for Undertaker. You want him to win, but you wanted Shane. You wanted some sort of fuck finish here where you can have your cake and eat it. You're kind of hoping John Cena would interview in this match or the Wyatts, sure, or Finn Balor, whatever they wanted to do. Really quick, do you? We should point out that Linda McMahon was there. Yes, and you could see her. Mm-hmm. You, she's usually a. You can't usually see her. Right. Ever since she got into politics in 2010, she's off the face. Exactly. Yeah. Nope. She's viewable yes. in this match. Mm-hmm. That's weird. You see, she. How do you feel about that? Does it like take you out of it? Put you in it? It makes What's me think it about it even more so because they're witnessing this. This is. No, I don't. It's all fake. It's all real. It doesn't matter. A man is going to get hurt, and it's your child. Mm-hmm. Some part of you has to be weirded out by this. Oh, yeah. There's always risk of something going... In this one specifically. Yeah, you when you're know doing a thing that's... Yeah. This is not going to end well. That being said, number two, instantly, if he's calling himself the agent of change, for better or worse, change is associated with our current president. Yeah. The McMahons are Republicans. Do you think that inevitably this was like in the cards? As soon as you say I'm an agent of change, I don't think he said agent of change, did he? I think he said I'm the change is going to come. I think right. he maybe even said hope. Okay. For all intents and purposes, hope and change equal Obama. Right. Well, hope happens later in this one. This he was the change. Exactly. Yes. Do I you think this? I'm not joking. No, I know. Do you're you not. think that was part of the plan? I think it's it's more. This is what I'm saying. Where there's where the where. They're saying to a certain segment of the fans, sure, we want to give you this stuff, but here's what our plan is, and we're doing it regardless. We're not just giving you what you want. And I think it's more, I, I maybe backstage, I went, oh, yeah, change, haha, we don't like that. But, like, I, I think strictly what's mostly there is them saying, we're not changing Raw. <laughs> it's like, I think it's more specifically to their main arena, which is still okay. WWE. Okay. But I know what you mean. I just, I, I think that we... We're in it in a different way where you can take it. And as we've seen, there's multiple layers. You can read it as that. I I think their motivations are a little clearer. clearer. Are there? Because I, I, where do you, where do you think there's more money? I think there's more money in making like kind of obtuse references to politics that two like smart guys in DC and get like is not the money I feel. So exactly. I think it would have made more money if Shane wins. Yeah, That's what makes think, me think this was actually no, politically motivated in a weird subconscious way. I think definitely I think it's just but it's backstage politics. I think this is saying more about uh what their plan is. We're going to keep doing what we do and that's that the authority wins. Now I'm now I'm fantasy booking this where Shane wins, but then there's no actual change. Yeah, and I it's mean, a symbol. <laughs> yeah, they could have done that. That's really quick more, thing. Yeah. I, we should have talked about this in the women's match. I wasn't listening to the commentary that much. Right. I don't think jealousy came no. up as the motivating factor that for That was anything. on our bingo cards, and it did not come up. What the but fuck, I of, guys? Yeah. I thought all women wrestled for jealousy. <laughs> Only jealousy. Yeah, but a man who's fighting for a belt and a purse is not jealous, <laughs> so that's cool. Um, anyway, this is what the fuck in that sense that I think 
you made the thing that I got people to pop for this was the the and that's the thing too. Yeah, Shane's going to change Raw, but at the same time, as we know, it's the same the same people are in control. They're giving the illusion of change for a storyline, but that makes it exciting. I'm not saying it's it was going to be like oh we're going to just bring up everyone from XT. It was change in in air quotes, of course, but of still adding another storyline element, changing the authority storyline that's going on like three years long was really what people wanted. They didn't want Shane to win for that. They wanted Shane to do something stupid and also look forward to their Monday nights again. And I think making that the thing, and then the fact that Undertaker still might... he People are reading into the fact he took his gloves off at the end. Might be symbolic, might not be. Did you like the Undertaker like laugh like slash look back to the ring going like, this guy's crazy? Oh, I Did didn't you notice that. that? No. Um, about halfway up the ramp, once the paramedics and all those guys... Uh, we're, we're going towards the ring to tend to a broken 46-year-old man. Right. Uh, Taker looked back and gave one of those, like, looks like, wow. Yeah. You, this all right, buddy. This crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, apparently he's fine. He did give the thumbs up, but I think the, the neck brace course, was to sell. Course, course. Well, well yeah, he's got a steroid trial coming up, and he's going to hang out with his it, dad in court. So. That's good. That's good. Good callback to real life. Um, so after this, uh, we've now seen the two headlining match, the two main event matches we want to see, the women's match, which is basically a main event because it was the best. We've seen all the stuff we want to see. Not only was it the best, on the posters and on the signage outside, it was center. The mm-hmm. The triple threat was the center match. I think Reigns, Triple H was to the left, and then um, uh, McMahon, Taker is to the right. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, visually, that is the main event. They were selling it that way. It's and interesting. They did make it such... in Texas, in the biggest stadium yet. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, I think that's that. This is why that's going to be you, at the Lula, end. You fucking piece of shit. It's going to be one of the things that, I mean, just fast forwarding. I basically looked at the rankings real quick, and I kind of I slot in using my system, and it did come out where we thought middle of the back fifteen. There's a oh really? Did yeah. you do that already? Just a cursory because I want to. I gotta think about it. Like these rankings matter, but I think there's a lot that's weird about this one. That you know, you know, it's worked. gonna be higher for me based on how I rank. Like I'm like I'm the one guy that likes the blindfold Jake the Snake match, right? <laughs> so yeah, that match alone, and then watching NXT the night prior, that ma- that makes me think this is better than 31. Yeah, because I don't care about the main event as much. No, I don't care about that. That's the funny thing. I have problems with this that aren't about the main event. I think it's the other question marks that this says what's next. We'll find out. Yeah. Okay. We'll so let's get to. Hours. So the next thing that this is the funny part. This we're now at about three and a half hours. We're assuming this is going to be four and change, and now it's the battle royale. Where it's like, oh, I guess we have to do the battle royale because at this point it's like this was supposed to be in the pre-show and now it's here. Um, the battle royale is twenty man because that's all the men that they have left. Uh, it was jobbers, um, your requisite big men, your your big show, Kane, Mark Henry, Trifecta, and then there's Baron Corbin out of nowhere, NXT's um, indie killer. You had to explain to me a lot about Baron Corbin because I watched the TakeOver thing, and yes. I was like, Baron Corbin's way too old to be doing this. You're like, nope, he's younger than you. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, I believe, I'm sure he's under 30 because they, they do, I mean, and you know, by his position in this match, they do care about him. Um, Baron Corbin is like a former uh, lineman, mm-hmm. football, uh, and he was like, I think he broke camp. I don't know if he actually ever played. Um, it's interesting because it's they've kind of built, you know, that whole like his character is a hundred, him at a hundred ten percent or something. How yeah, he's he? thirty one. Okay, so he's barely younger, but uh, 
He's our contemporary. He's but six eight. That's why he's getting a big push because he's a big guy. But he does have that weird physique where he used to be six eight three something, and now to wrestle he's probably two seventy five or something. Like he's lost enough weight that he kind of has the, the weird like belly thing going on where he you know he almost needs a tummy tuck it's weird to look at uh i've i've spent a lot of time looking at baron corbin's physique unfortunately but at nxt he is exactly the product of what nxt is supposed to be nxt and developmental in in that way is supposed to take the guys they sign that they see they got a look they got some skill they have whatever you get a six eight guy who can move and who wants to do wrestling you have to teach him how to be a wrestler and when he started and the stuff i saw in the last year or so uh, it's kind of like going nowhere. Kind of did not was not impressed on the mic or in the ring. He has like two moves, and they've built him into a guy who this kind of meta commentary on an NXT becoming where all the indie guys go. Where he's like, he screamed at one guy when he beat Apollo Cruz. He was like, "Go back to Ring of Honor," which is so funny that they're referencing another federation, but also like Apollo Cruz never fought in Ring of Honor. He was just like, "Go back to wherever you came from." And the promo he cut before that match on Friday where he ta- told Austin Aries, you know, when you lose this match, there'll be a good picture of it. You can autograph and go sit at a convention with Virgil and remember when you were somebody. And it was awesome because that's the thing is we know Virgil like, oh, don't Virgil. It's like unfortunate that that was like a racist gimmick. But Virgil's also like a crazy person. And that was one of two Virgil digs this weekend. And Corbin is like turned into something good. And it this is one of the reasons why I'm really enjoying the product is because I think the reality era is the best era ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you, there are different layers that you can enjoy it. You don't need to know any of that to enjoy this. You could only know that stuff and really dig it and yeah. not care about the actual in-ring product. I'm thinking I'm, I'm more on that. Um, but yeah, I really am interested in this backstage stuff. And now they're producing documentaries that are like pseudo real and you don't know what actually is true anymore. This is amazing. And the reality era also benefits their business model the most, right? Like if you, it's like, Hey, if you watch more of the stuff we're selling you, if you're going to stay with this $10 a month thing and you're going to buy the t-shirts, you're going to like this even more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, it's really savvy. It's interesting because um, over time doing this, we've learned that cable television is like the main reason why this worked. Mm-hmm. And th- the WWE wasn't slow to get onto the internet, but they weren't the f- they weren't as fast as you would think. Right. And one of the main people behind that was Shane McMahon, and now Shane McMahon is here for their second or third on the network. And the reason why the network is working so well is because of stuff like NXT. And it's, it's not about Raw. It's not about recaps. Of it. It's it's fascinating that it's not about repackaging all this old material. Though it is. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's doing this stuff. You're taking away your competition by building your own little thing that no one thought of with right. a platform only you have. They did a Marvel Cinematic Universe, but for a sport. Thank you. That's, that's it. Yeah. The same way Marvel Studios works. Yeah. That's how they're able to do all these films so quickly and plan it out years in advance do you remember when that initial marvel universe like uh poster came out with like we're gonna do three films this year we're right. gonna do, do you remember that yeah that's what they're doing but with people yeah <laughs> rather than films yeah they're uh, never not working right and which that's bringing it just specifically which is you you're using your phone right now yeah if you get an email from an editor somewhere you're gonna have to respond right now right that's the thing and i'm always working or you're, you're never off yeah it's perfect it's, it's exactly it's not they like are, I'm a big baseball fan. I've yeah. had to wait for six months, and then I got a little bit bored because of it. Open, it's opening day today. Yeah. Great. 162 more of these. This is never not on. Right. If I'm bored of watching, I could follow it on Twitter. 
It's brilliant. Yep. It's horrible too. No, Don't yeah. get me wrong. No, it's not. Yeah, there are some downsides. But with all that said, the battle royale ends up becoming something you actually give a shit about. Um, also in the match, uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Tatanka, who did not, they didn't mention that he was there until about halfway through. Uh, Tatanka, probably his best WrestleMania match is at WrestleMania 9 with Shawn Michaels. I guess. Um, which it wouldn't be WrestleMania without like a, a racist gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also in, in the battle royale um, is Shaquille O'Neal. Um, do you know what he came out to? Probably not because you couldn't hear it in the in the room. No, it was like what, what is the songs? No, it was Kanye. It was off the new record. What? It was the uh, what's it's Father Hold My Hands or something? What's the the, the yeah, second yeah, yeah, and third yeah, yeah, song? Yeah, I know what you're talking it's about. the the part two when that that idiot designer does like the the when rap. He was perfect. Oh, it's like the uh, I think it's before that, but there's like a rap uh, in there by designer, not by Kanye, and that's what he came out to. Which is the most current rap music they've ever had in WrestleMania. Why, I, it was Kanye. I just... What? It was in the recap. I take it all back. This is the best WrestleMania of all there time. There you go. Um, Shaq being there... I have to rewatch that. Cole is able to use Boom Shakalaka, which is great. Um, Shaq had hosted Raw in 2009, so he does have a connection. He and is beloved. In the Jericho book that I've read, yes. uh, he said that he was the second best host, Bob Barker being the first. I don't, I don't doubt it, because Shaq is awesome. Yeah, that was actually in D.C., and right. um, yeah, he didn't take any notes. He just mm-hmm. went on stage and just killed it. So yeah. not at all surprised. Yeah, it is also funny because uh, this is a lot of people were like the the pessimistic fans and the and the ones who might have a point with some of this stuff. If all the what the fucks I'm saying break bad, then yes, this was going to be the this is the finger if poke Shaq of wins. doom. Yeah, but this is this is the end of your. This is like we're going to look back. We can look back and go, oh man, remember they made all the right turns after that one. If they make. Like the dark timeline version here is that WCW had Dennis Rodman, they had Carl Malone, they, they you know like Steve McMichael, yeah, they built but, their company around one of those guys, yeah, and that and that company doesn't exist anymore, mm-hmm. and it loses if any of their guys make it to WrestleMania. So, yeah, and and this one Corbin that being wins. Said WrestleMania two in Chicago, there's a battle royale. Yeah. Half the people are football players. Right, but this, uh, as far as a, a huge celebrity, Shaq is Shaq is like one of those celebrities who's not just the the sports the Shaq, athlete anymore. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Walter Payton, not sorry, not Walter Payton, uh, William the Refrigerator Perry. Hall of Fame member. Yeah. And you know why, Sha- I mean, that's why Shaq's got to be in this one, right? Oh, you were the you were the first person to point it out. Thank you for doing that, by the way. Um, it angered me so much looking on Twitter um, why was Shaq there? It's so no fucking it? obvious. WrestleMania 33 is in Orlando. Hall I of Fame. I think the promo for that was right before this match, too. That's funny. Like, and, come on, And guys. the Hall of Fame, if they actually have a physical building, will be in Orlando. Shaq will be going in it in Orlando. There you so. go. What else you can... Name one He's other... In or, isn't he in Hall of Fame this year in the NBA? He, as of, like, today, they okay, announced that. So him I and mean, Allen Iverson. Yeah. Who else... Name one Orlando celebrity. Yeah. Horace Grant and Penny Hardaway. Other Orlando... Ma- is it, he's from Orlando? No. <laughs> like, who else are you going to pick? What else do you know about Orlando? Um, I hope they buy wherever. I mean, this is not going to happen because I think it was at Universal Studios. But it wouldn't be great if like TNA filmed somewhere and they just bought them. Yes, yes, yes. yes they need folded to do that. the company. Yes, they did. And build the Hall of Fame yes, on do it. that. That's going to happen. I like that That's going to happen. I that's like a that good a call. Yeah. That's the kind of fantasy booking we do on this podcast. So Corbin wins. And I give this like not a what the fuck in a bad way. It only could be good. I mean, no, it could be bad. He could, he could, they could totally fuck it up. Only because it's like, oh, you actually have a plan for Baron Corbin. 
It is definitely like people were joking online that Vince watched NXT on Friday and went like his eyes lit up at Baron Corbin, who's six eight, six nine. He totally missed like Nakamura, didn't get it, but he sees the big tall guy who can barely do anything. And he's like, yeah, let's that guy's main roster. Uh, Corbin actually is the the rumor today is that he is main roster. Oh yeah, he has to be officially. He has to be. He doesn't. Ha- they don't have to do anything. You're right. They've. I understand <laughs> that. It's their toy box. I get yeah. it. It doesn't make sense not I understand to what you mean. I'm saying they do plenty of things that don't sure, make sure, any sure. fucking sense. Uh, like that time they after this match, they cut to America's Sweethearts. It took me way too long to figure out what the fuck they were going with this. The Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. Yes. Who's same. ever called them that since like 1984? I don't know. Or ever. It, uh, everyone in the room was disappointed. I was not disappointed. Why were they disappointed? Because it was like TNA? Kinda? Yeah, but it's like, but yeah, it's, it's the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. That's I mean, kind of like iconic. Yeah. yeah. You're in, the fact that they hadn't come out before or right. were in every single segment was mind-blowing to me. Yeah. So, but it wasn't it, a Dallas Cowboy uh, cheerleader-themed WrestleMania. Yeah, and it didn't go on that long. It was like a normal three-minute song. Yeah. And it was, honestly, at this point... I think I reminded everyone in the room, there was a 20-minute Kid Rock concert. There was a 10-minute Skylar Gray performance last year. It could yeah. be a lot worse. It's not cringeworthy, and it's not even like cringeworthy in comparison. No. Because it's still... They're going to be there on Sunday. You don't have to cover the kids' eyes, right? you know? Yeah. Um, so they're there so that The Rock can come out and say hello with his fucking flamethrower. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't I don't know. Like, did you like that from cuz you like The Rock semi-ironically? No. It's not semi-ironic <laughs> at all. The no, Rock the is Rock my favorite is Republican of all time. Okay. Besides Lincoln, whatever. Not really Republican. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, the The Rock is my favorite current Republican. And he's he, a, he's and a cool he lit guy. his own name on fire. Yeah. Which I loved because uh, if there's rampant rumors that you're gay, you definitely want to light your flaming. name on fire with a flamethrower. Yeah. Uh, I did like that, and I'm not joking, and I did not see him wrestling at all. That was a complete shock. Yes. I actually said aloud, why are his shoes so shiny? Yeah. Not but, realizing he but, was wearing wrestling boots underneath yes. his ripped tor- tearaway pants. Which, don't you want to now think that he, his clothes are always tearaway? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like if someone, yes. yeah, he's on the set of a film and someone <laughs> someone steps to him. Uh. We're finishing this in the ring, brother. So he's out there to announce the record, 101,763. Um. The word on the street is, uh, by that I mean the internet and Dave Meltzer, is that uh, from the building, it was ninety four, just under 94000 and a $17 million gate. They legit broke their fake record. Great. <laughs> so they could have just gone with the lit, but they can't. They have to. I understand. This is the Pope problem. We now have to, all our numbers have to be rigged off the uh, the original sin. So it's so great. Yeah, it's so great. Perception is greater than reality. Hundred one thousand, but they made seventeen million. It's like the I think it, they said it's the most, like the highest, highest like gate? highest gate of all like all events at Dallas Cowboy Stadium. I'm not sure. I think it was like I don't know how superlative. What else makes seventeen million at gate? There was a um, I think it was like George Strait. <laughs> I know this is so right. stupid. Stone Cold talks about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> It was like his last show okay. ever. That might be I at mean, Cowboy Stadium, and that at yeah, Cowboy, yeah, yeah. and it happened to be at Cowboy Stadium. Right. That might have been because the set was very large. Right, looked great. Yeah, um, but that giant star negated a lot of seats. And if you have him playing in the round, you pr- oh, no, probably like, fit more people. Well, it wasn't more than the number they gave. Sure, of right? course, obviously. <laughs> so, like, but yeah, so we'll see what the what that eventually shakes out at. But um. So Rock's giving his promo, and uh, the Wyatts come out. Um, Hundred thousand fireflies looks pretty good. Your feed went out. Yes. So all of a sudden, we don't know why the Wyatts came out. It was kind of even that better. actually happened. I want to say it happened. What was Wyatt? 
did what, what there was been a the pay-per-view. rock was talking yes. and all of a sudden fireflies yeah <laughs> the great. feed went out so like when they do that screeching noise mm-hmm. yeah it happened for real um but he uh s- somehow puts over bray by saying like you're so much you could be so much more yeah, so he insults the other men for being larger yeah men. And insinuating gay things. By the way, this man uh, just lit. Eh, he what did he say? I he remember insinuated saying, like. No, he said. I remember it was like redneck stuff. Like you look like oh, you're yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. inbred. You're inbred, and you look like. I don't think it was a gay thing. I think it was like too much. Like he was making fun of them being like just weird and like. Okay, yeah. and then he made fun of Bray for eating at Cracker Barrel too much. Yeah, he made fun of them for being white trash. Yeah, because as Louis says, it's the only thing you can go like to a liberal person and be like, "Hey, look at that white trash," and no one gets offended. It's also, uh, I feel like The Rock had to put up with so much racism. He could do it. I'm fine with it. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's, yeah. Okay. A lot of people, a lot of, a lot of wrestling fans are upset that The Rock buried the Whites. Right. Um, because he ended up, he squashed Eric Rowan in six seconds to break the squash record. Oh, yeah. John Cena showed up. <laughs> and then John Cena showed up to, to help his once-in-a-lifetime enemy. Twice in a lifetime enemy. John Cena looks so small compared to The Rock. Yeah. And The Rock looks smaller compared to The Rock three years ago. Yeah. Hell, a year ago. They must both be cycling off at the same time. Do you think that's like their period hits? <laughs> they looked good. Yeah. Um, and I am so glad John Cena was there. And I am so glad that everyone in the arena that was an adult booed John Cena. But they booed him in the right way. Yeah. He is so great. And he should be our next president. Right. Here's my problem with it. It's not that the oh, yeah, Rock... there was a six-second match they buried. No, I never saw that. It's not that the, that the Wyatts are buried. It's that this... It's fine to do what you're doing here with The Rock. If you want... I mean, the argument would be, yeah, get The Rock and Cena out there beating people up and get people happy because we're about to have unhappiness. Uh, let this happen, and that's that's probably fine. I think there's so many people on the roster this could have worked with and did not have to be The Wyatts. It could have been The Social Outcasts. Like, the point of this should be rock makes someone look silly so don't use someone like these guys this is we've seen this like it doesn't work to have the wyatts like the wyatts are still doing uh you know uh, dead magician things i get it i get it and 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 it is like a real concern with bray being i think one of the most talented guys in the company that he's not even on the card he has his moment it's not even like getting clowned in a good way was he only not on the card because he was hurt recently and i don't know how much that has to do with it okay um, apparently Rock wanted to work with them I don't know what that means But you know I mean this is all second Third hand sure, portion sure, internet sure. stuff But yeah I don't I don't think that It A lot of people are saying like It's gonna hurt their careers That's not gonna hurt the careers The thinking behind Hey we need someone to look stupid Hey Bray go out there That's the, It's the That this is a system. I still don't think Bray looks stupid In this the other guys definitely do. Yeah. But they're but always think, going to look stupid. I think they didn't have they don't have to. I think they need to reset this in a meaningful way. Not like they don't I have to. loved what they did with the social outcasts in the battle royale. Yes. I loved it. I know, and they were gonna be in the battle royale and all that. But I think social outcasts, if they came out and the four of them I think, you know, there could have been something. Bo could have rapped with fucking scene. Like whatever. I like the Bo Lee chant from the hundred thousand people would have been cool. That's, that's pretty nice. So anyway, that's the only thing is that if it's a symptom of this thinking of that the Wyatts are really have no value. I just all am glad that this, these indie wrestlers got put in their place by John Cena and The Rock. The funny it thing makes is, me happy. Like, the only one who actually was an indie wrestler... John Cena? 
No, that doesn't count. The only one who's a, a, an actual indie wrestler is not there, Luke Harper. The oh, rest yeah. are WWE products. The re- third generation, one of them is a third generation W, like The Rock. Yeah. It's so, great. So it's not I'm even different. This is not. Care. Yeah. Well, we'll see. This is uh, once again. It's like a what the fuck. Well, like, what I, do they do with the Wyatt's next? It could tease. Who knows? Maybe someone was saying like he could be kind of that Jake the Snake face, where he's just a weird face. Like he needs. Yes, that's they what need, he's supposed to be. They need something, but that's the big what the fuck. Like, wh- which way is it going to go? Right. At this point, the fourth hour ends, oh my God. and everyone is the slow realization that we still have a main event that no one. Everyone cares about. in your apartment was very tired after Shane McMahon. Which was an hour ago because the third the hour ended. Yeah, we had another hour. Never going to complain about the Rock coming though. He's a cool bro. No, and it had to happen. Um, the only thing that's like I want to talk about this match the least. The only thing I want to talk about is the intro, and then I want to do some conclusions. Okay, cool. Do you care about this match at all? I we should mention a few things. Yeah. So, okay, so it's Triple H and uh, and Roman Reigns, and Triple H. Uh, his intro was awesome. This it was best, so good. It was the best intro he's had. Oh, that's so hard. I really like his intros. This is so over the top. It's so I do metal. love that it was over the top. No, I think the metal one was when he actually performed with Lemmy, and Lemmy could not give a fuck. That's the most metal. No, that's metal. metal in one way, but that's like in the Lemmy way. But yeah. I also like their performance. Like it didn't, I remember it being like the levels no, no, no. were low and stuff. Like it didn't seem like a Oh, like yeah, a yeah. Concert. It's metal to me because Lemmy's there to get paid and to have sex and to make a lot of money. This is metal to me like in the heavy metal the magazine way. Yeah, and that's just fucking losers, which <laughs> is Triple H's Triple favorite H. form of metal. Yeah. Um, I think Stephanie is still underrated. Yes. I think that um, this is yet again just more proof that the the kids of the McMahons are willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah, and I'll just like play by play it a little bit. It's like uh, millions yeah. of mo- a video package of um, basically a million monsters with their mouths like sewn shut. Pretty good nightmare suits. material for kids. Yeah, but just like seas and seas of these monsters. And then cut to the zombie mask it is not Triple H with an earring and long hair. Not it's zombie mask, skull. Skull. And uh, it's Stephanie. So good. As uh, Zool, basically, so good I on a, like an elevated stage thing. throne. Throne sta- is he standing or I think she's, she's standing? In she's front standing of it? in front of a throne. Um, the main Quite takeaway from the, the promo, same throne that two years ago had Sasha Banks and Be- and, and Charlotte and Charlotte and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, his concubines. God damn, this is so much uh, better. Her promo is essentially, "You're the blind sheep. We are the providers and protectors. We own you. After tonight, all hope will be gone." So that's the only part where I would say that if you're reading it from the political angle, I love then it. Yes. I love it. And then Triple H has to come out after this with his legion of skeletons, carrying wearing like. Not suits, but like cloaks and replica belts. Are you sure it wasn't suits? I thought it would, they were all wearing authority suits. Maybe that's what it was. It looked like a kind of just I'm a drapey thing. I kind of think yeah. it matters. Sure. The only, the thing that after that entrance, the funny the funniest thing of Roman Reigns' entrance, and this is definitely I semi noticed it when it happened, and then definitely in the replay. So his the notes of his themes theme hits do do, but it goes do do because they. Someone in the back had their hand on the slider, and as soon as his music hit, they turned the, like, oh, shit, we got to get the crowd mics down because the boos are going to be so loud. Oh, my God. So when it hits, it's super loud, and then it's at a very manageable temp, uh, volume. And it's and that was this thing. is like it doesn't even matter why people are booing anymore. They were going to be booing. They're tired. They don't want to see this match. This match was 27 minutes long. Really quick, number one, you were right. Yeah. They're wearing cloaks and skull masks, but in the video, they're all wearing authority yes, suits. Yes, they're definitely wearing suits in the video. But they also like are scarier in the video because they look like the uh, 
the the guy the, there's like a Buffy the Vampire thing where they yes, look like that. thank you, yeah. or kind of uh, like Slenderman. Yeah, 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 definitely, um, definitely nightmare material. But yeah, so the reigns, the booing, like I don't even want to talk anymore, like about not with you. I'm just saying in general, like uh, about Roman Reigns. Really quick question: I love the screens on the ground. We've talked about this prior. Yes. Um, the Roman Reigns was this uh, was the video package that used the screen on the ground the most, right? Because he does the Superman punch onto the ground, and then all of the the dirt goes away and it tr- it goes into his logo. Did you like right. that or no? I thought it was. I mean, no, but it's not for me. Yeah, agreed. It's not for me either. It's for I think Roman Reigns' fan, you know. Like, yeah, it's like... I understand the joke. I don't like it at all. Um, <laughs> what I think that they could have done and they should have done. Is uh, the I think that they could learn a note from their past and the worst WrestleMania match in history in terms of expectation was Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Yes, one of the reasons why that sucks so much is because it was two guys that didn't want to work, then the crowd hated everything that was going on, and they took forever. What if Roman Reigns does an Ultimate Warrior and just runs to the wing and starts wailing away? Yeah, let's get that this it, over with. That improves it. Remember why the chants start in Goldberg and Brock is because they stood and circled the ring like yep, idiots. Exactly. Le- get, letting the fans get angry. And at this point, these fans shouldn't be able to boo too much. They're winded. Yes. Okay? They've been drinking way too much Mountain Dew Kickstarter. For five and a half. We're on Four and f- a half. No. Pre-show. Oh, Some yes. Some people, 30,000 people oh, no, have been there. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to even just main show. It's six and a half God. approaching seven hours. The match is 27 minutes long. It's a, it's a 10 minute match. It's like, it's the... It's ten pounds of shit in a twenty pound bag. Like it doesn't need to exist. My wife like who does not watch wrestling was not having any fun during this. No one and and that's, your wife who watches wrestling fell asleep as she should because it was a shit match. This I don't was think a it really was a shit match at all. Oh, I'm no, not I really. Joking. I actually think it was not a good match. The the Triple H match that was fifteen minutes with Dean Ambrose told a much better yes, story. Yes, I'm not disagreeing. That was a and I don't that care was a legit about, good match. This is still not about, a horrible match. This is still better than most things you're going to see on Raw. I honestly, I, I honestly disagree, dude. Think about I'll what Stephanie's it. doing. No, she, Stephanie, yeah, she's, she's part of the match. Yes, she is. When she pulls on the ref, that's amazing. Yes, Come on, that's a two things that Stephanie does does not. She's yelling throughout the entire match in a way that's way, way, way better than she, what she did in thirty. What she did in thirty was just annoying. Yes, no, and and it was good, and her in this costume is good. There's a lot to like about what she does. She's like it. She's on Paul Heyman level of manager. She was better right. than Paul Heyman this year. But you could do everything she did and do this match in fucking 15 minutes and let everyone go home for fucking Christ's sake. It was like... Part of me likes it more because it's a giant fuck you to those people. <laughs> that's what this WrestleMania is, is a giant fuck you. No, it's because, not. No, in a lot of ways, to the to the people who are watching tonight, this is who are older tonight than being a Monday. Monday Night Raw. This is a fuck you to anyone who's older than, than 18. Okay. Yes. I don't because think so. You, you got your NXT indie guy win. You got your your internet champion win. You got a good women's match. I don't see that okay. at all. I see. A, I mean, this is you don't bury Dean. Like, no. Okay. Like I said, my like the what the fucks the four or five that happened. In a lot of ways, they were saying, "Well, trust us," which is like the this is the company you don't trust, and and like. This I have no problem with Reigns winning and being the face of the company, being the John Cena for the next eight to ten years. I think he's going to grow into it. I think he's getting a short shrift for for bullshit reasons. I think that a lot of this has been designed to fail. I think there's like a lot of problems with it, and I don't mind it at all. It didn't need to be twenty seven minutes because these guys Triple H can go. Obviously, Reigns is really like he is still very limited. You, I understand. You completely. wouldn't want no, no, I'm, I'm not Cena year one or Cena year three at twenty seven minutes. Cena could do a great half hour match now. Agreed. And I think you're. This is this is the ways in it's which it's only this long because Triple H is in it, though. You know that. Yeah, but he's done shorter, and he's done shorter ones with the belts, and he's lost with better ones. Like, 
I don't know. I think just taking a little bit of time off, considering you're almost five hours long. I think at that point, you you have to call an audible. You have to be smart enough to know that you can't have this and expect. They didn't expect cheers because they. Why would they? Like, it, no one's been cheering. They're not going to. So at least like cover your ass. Sure. I don't know. I just think it was way too long. That it took anyone who even wanted to give a shit. It takes you can't take everybody out of it. You for can't. Why. And here's the good thing about it: it was last. You know, it's yeah. last. So who cares? Just don't yeah. watch it. Well, it's the easiest match to turn off because it's the last one. No one does that. You have a party. You're watching it. Unless a you're a lot sitting, of people and, left. And, what lot, your party? As soon as the rock was done, they're like, I don't care about this, and they left. Yeah, there was still like a decent amount of evil, <laughs> sure. but you don't turn it off. I don't go, all right, I don't care. Like I have, you I'm co- oh yeah, okay, you couldn't leave the room. You <laughs> yeah. could have t- not talked the entire way through it like you yeah. did. Come on. Yeah. It's still at the same time, we both know this is for kids. Yeah. This is maybe the least kid-friendly one out of all of them. Yeah. Okay, you're not a kid. You should love this one. The Mania? Yes. No, I like the Mania a lot. You said it's 15 out of 32. Yeah, because it's like... I'm. I said it's tough to judge because I'm going to be judging it against how tonight goes and how next week goes. Sure, sure, sure. I yeah. think it's fantastic. All right. And I think that everyone that's upset about the ending is absurd and selfish because kids got what they want at the end of the day with the Roman Reigns win. Sure, that's could- nice. All the adults got what they went with the wife beater Stone Cold doing his wife beater thing. I'm serious. Fine. All your NXT fans should be thrilled from what happened on Friday night. And yeah. then you got an NXT guy making his debut and yeah. winning, and now he's man around. You should love that. You should love the a ten plus year in the making indie darling feud as your opener. What are you complaining about? What is the problem? Is it too long? So you got more of what you wanted? What's the deal? I don't understand. It's making yeah. me not want to watch anymore or well, talk about. That's it anymore. even dumber because it's like if you're enjoying it, then just watch it. That's no, 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 what we're no, no, saying. No, no. Yeah. Me like with company. Okay. Yeah, you people are monsters. You're fine. <laughs> My friend Stephanie's fine. Yeah. Everyone else. Well, you don't watch it with other people. True. But very rare occasions you go to a live event or you have like someone. But I've been doing yeah. some research on things and, and, and hearing people talk about it. Oh, yeah. Just don't read that. Like okay. we're saying, don't okay. watch the match. Okay. If you're saying don't watch the match, then don't read the internet stuff because sure, like sure, the sure. commentary is the worst. I've taken reeled back on it because I was like, oh, the, on my forums, they happen to have a, a wrestling forum. Let me check this out. Oh, this is funny. Oh, this becomes the worst thing in the world. Yeah, so I, you this have is to, horrible. Yes. And now, I, like, and that's the thing. And that, I'm not arguing that argument. I'm literally arguing 27 could have been 15 and could have made kids happy and parents happy and people who had to drive and people who had to kick people out of their house happy. And, <laughs> and it would have actually, and to be honest, it would have made, I think, by... By dragging it out, it, it would have tightened it up. It would have made it feel a little better, and it doesn't. You know what didn't make any sense to me? If you want to tighten this thing yeah. up, what they they brought back, what they stopped doing, what the package at the way end, the yes. recap packages. Yeah. There were three, right? Over, I mean, three songs. So they kept, one yeah, recap. I think they had a round at hour five. <laughs> they didn't. They've yeah. gotten rid of those. In the, I'd say the last five yeah. years, it's been better bef- because right. of it. And you know why they bring it That's back? The bullshit. Because they also didn't want to end. With they didn't show they didn't any crowd shots with the yeah. booze, you had to leave a good taste. But so do it. I'm just. So oh, I was arguing think, for 15 minutes left. Do you think that they always have it planned, and then if it goes well, they don't show it? Because think about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean they got the Rollins one did well. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cena. If it ends did in well. a good moment, we're gonna leave it at that. And if it doesn't, we got this promo to go. That's fa- that's yeah. interesting because that's not for all the pay per views. But at the same time, do they so always what? do it and then call it? I think they know. They know which ones are gonna end on a big moment. Okay. Michael's walking in the sunset. Uh, Rollins Daniel swinging Bryan. the belt. 
Daniel Bryan, yes, chanting. No, they know those are going to be moments. Huh. They knew this, and that's the thing too. This is what fans get insulted. I'm not not me. I'm just saying idiots because they're like, well, you knew we were going to boo. Why'd you do it? And they're like, because uh, we we're get your money. Like they don't, you know, like yeah, it's great. seventeen million at the gate. Like if you, they're going to do whatever they want. Um, I always, I, I do compare it to like complaining, like why did Don Draper do that in the finale? It's like, well, because it's a TV show and it doesn't matter. This is their art or their product. Yeah. You're the fucking. You are there to enjoy it and to write about it and think about it and discuss it, but you're not part of the fucking creative process. I still think uh, Roxena 2020 Bill is going to win in any election. Oh, he's going to make sure you weren't just talking about a WrestleMania card. I think that's underselling them. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. In four years, give him the, give him that. My main thing I just want to look at was like after this, this kind of closes up, and before you talk about a little NXT, I guess straight up the winners of the night. Zack Ryder, Chris Jericho, The League of Nations, Brock Lesnar, Charlotte, The Undertaker, Baron Corbin, The Rock, Roman Reigns. Sure, up just losers of matches. Kevin Owens and Zayn and all them. AJ Styles, The New Day, Dean Ambrose, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Shane McMahon, The Wyatts, and Triple H. How did they really, they really like, it's not even like, oh, you put the wrong guy. It's like you put up like all the heels over. Like it's hilarious that That's they great. actually had the like the balls. It's balls because it is balls. It, this is why I think it's a it's the Stone Cold middle finger. Like we all just like dance with Stone Cold and then get the fucking stunner. That's what we just got. And I'd say the winners, like the real winners, you know, the women's division. If sure. you the Attitude Era. Uh, those are the winners of this <laughs> WrestleMania. The losers are everyone that fans like and the concepts of hope and change. And the real winners of Vince McMahon. So who gives a shit? No Vince this year. Uh, no, he's in the back counting the money. <laughs> no Vince. And it's the first time there's been Linda. And no Vince. Shane. Yeah. And Stephanie and no Vince. Yeah. This maybe was like the passing of the church one then. Based on and, the history of this thing. And I wonder who's carrying the torch. Is it the one who's, who's uh, I'm the gatekeeper. Are you the key master? Yeah, I think it's uh, Stephanie's got the torch as Shane gets taken out. Uh, do, do, you need a, do we need Michael Cole to ask if that's a s- symbolic or not? She is pretty jealous of him. 